You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's known for animation, comics, uh, just causes, all kinds of things. We are very happy this week to be talking to a very talented dude by the name of Sam Ellis. Sam Ellis is awesome. Sam yes. Ellis is, is the lead character designer for the TV show Archer Guy. Yeah. How baller is that? He used to do a show called Frisky Dingo on Adult Swim, and he can tell us all about the uh, the wonderful world of animation and comics and all kinds of stuff. And you are listening to the Word Bros Podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is Bob. And I'm Kevin. And we are the Word Bros. Yes, and we are the freshly rejected bros. Oh, wah, wah, wah. Ah. Who cares? I've seen the list of people... Uh, who also have been rejected. So I'm I'm pretty happy to be in that company. That's good. We're a good company. Yeah. yeah, we are. So it's it's nothing to be ashamed of. I just wonder who they took. Uh, like somebody better than us, <laughs> <laughs> which is a lot of people. You know, you know what? Well said, Kevin. Well said. <laughs> At least they didn't put it like in a percentile or whatever. Like, yeah, sorry, word bros, you were in the two percentile. Three percentile. Sorry. Okay, like, hey, it's like my graduate class from college. That's awesome. <laughs> your your writing GPA is like in two point eight six. You know what? I'd ex- I'd expect I'd, ex- I'd expect nothing less. So we are joined today by the lovely and talented Sam Ellis. Sam, you've kind of got your uh, your fingers in everything at this moment, huh? You're kind of doing it all over there. Why don't you list off for us what you do, man? Because the, the audience needs to know all the cool stuff you've got your hands in. Uh, like currently? Just in general, just historically? General. I mean, all oh, of Oh, historically? Oh, yeah. uh, man, my goodness. God. How far back do we want to go? Like nineties? Uh, no, know. that's too far. That's I mean, too you far. have so much. Okay, so in essence, most people know me from my work on Archer, uh, which is a show that you can see on FX still. I guess it's on Hulu and Netflix too. Let's see. I, I've done some of the Adventure Time comics. Um, I worked on the Awesomes on Hulu. Oh, that's a really cool uh, frame behind you. I like it's. It's a it's a mirror. It was a present, a housewarming. Oh gift. man, I'll tell you, that's that's a good mirror frame. That's, Thanks. I dig it. Thanks. I dig it. It's like very like fifties to seventies feel. I, dude, it's swanky. <laughs> yeah. And on that, that color wall, that's nice. See? Oh, that's even better. That's nice. Ah, it's a good mirror. Swagalicious yeah. Bob. Yes. It's a good, it's all my, and it's you all got you got Ninja Turtles behind you, man. Those look good. 
Yeah. I'm in my I'm in I'm recording in my kids' room today. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I'm um I'm currently outfitting sorry, I'll just give you the quick little turnaround here. Well uh, I'm currently outfitting um I, I don't know, let me try to I don't know. Uh boy, you can't see anything down there. Uh <laughs> trying to exactly what she get the, the draw studio uh draw dojo studio set up. Nice. With um I don't know, just with computers and some light tables and other junk for animation and, and comic making. Cause you, um, cause, and you also worked on uh, Frisky Dingo. Yes, Frisky Dingo. Thank you. Yeah, for, so I don't usually mention it because so few people watched it. I was but, a uh, it was. Well, I appreciate it. It was probably my favorite job of all time. Um, really? Yeah, I just I had a blast working on it. There were only six of us in a in a little foreclosed house that they had bought, and um, we were in a neighborhood, and like no one in the neighborhood knew that we were making cartoons, <laughs> and it was fun, man. You know, so um, the hours were different than any job I've ever had before, <laughs> and uh, there was a lot of Call of Duty that we played. Nice. And, uh, yeah, no, I just, I, I enjoyed the heck out of uh, working there, those guys at 7030, which later on, they became Floyd County Productions. But, uh, you know, and that was, I liked those guys, too. That's awesome. It was mostly the same guys with just a lot of other guys. I just, there was something about being part of a really small group uh, doing really uh, far-reaching things, at least, you know, as far as cable television networks go. Which Call of Duty were you playing? <laughs> Usually two. Call of Duty two. Now we go jam on some krauts in the morning. Nice. <laughs> uh, usually, usually from four to six. Yeah. <laughs> so there was, so, that was my jam. So there was a chance that back in the day, if you were playing Call of Duty two, you were getting smoked by the guys who created Frisky Dingo. If you were playing from four <laughs> to six a.m. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's a possibility. That's interesting. Probably not. Now, and so, my, my play style was really crappy. Yeah, it was always hiding the bush. We played capture the flag, and I was hitting the bush, camped, and just shot people there. And I, you know, or play dead. I would go out in the middle of a of a field and just lay down <laughs> prone. People would run by me, and I'd just shoot them in the back. Because back then, people weren't doing that garbage. <laughs> now it's terrible. It's like, why would you do? Why would you just lay there? I don't know. It's a good strategy. At least you had a strategy. My strategy while playing yeah. Call of Duty was just to run around with my chicken, uh, like a chicken with my head cut off. I was terrible at it. Yeah. Yes. Now, Kevin, as you may or may not know this, uh, is a very accomplished Call of Duty player. <laughs> oh, only, only at World of War. Only at, only, oh. at the, only at the second one. Yeah, but he was still really good. Tell, tell everybody how good you are, Kevin. That was pretty good. Uh, we, we got to this point where we played like the second best uh, team, ranked team in the world. On uh, oh, awesome. guys I played with, we we were playing the second, and we got smoked. Like we got yeah, but yeah. but I was the worst player on the team. So I, I, when he says I was good, like comparatively, no. yeah. But you were still the the worst of the best, which is still pretty good, right? Like of, of like one of the like they were one of the better squads, but yeah, we the number two guys in the world, they just creamed us. Like nothing we normally did worked because I used to run interference, and um, my thing in, in world of world of war was like the sticky grenades. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whenever they saw a sticky grenade kill, they're like, my, like they'd say my Xbox gamer tag. Oh, <laughs> Ghost got somebody again with a sticky grenade. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Rambo it runs around with a knife and sticky grenades. And that's like, <laughs> yep. Yep. Grenade and people. So that's awesome. Yeah. So Sam, how did, how did you get into animation? Like how did, how did that world open up to you? How did you, how did you figure that out? So uh, with many of the, I don't know, am I a Gen, Gen Y person? He's born 77. Is that how that I works? don't know what we are. Cause we're all around <laughs> the same age. So I'm not. Yeah, really I know. Sure. It's, I, I never really fit in with the Gen Xers, but I sure as heck didn't fit in with the next group. Uh, it was—I don't, I don't want to say I was an old soul because I'm an old curmudgeon. But um, <laughs> that's what I know, like about you. I, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm glad. I'm glad my gruff attitude didn't rub, rub you the wrong way. Um, so I, uh, my my parents loved me, so we had the Disney Channel, and uh, I used to watch watch it a lot, and I just enjoyed these uh behind the scene type movie specials where mm-hmm. they're like here come out and see how we made cartoons so i would draw a lot at home and uh, i used to draw the flip books you know even if it's just a single beat like hey look uh guy is uh coughing or a guy is kicking a ball or a ball is bouncing and it was just real basic stuff uh went to um uh, school, not for animation, but uh, kind of fell into it. I wanted to do comics, and uh, th- the pay difference between comics and animation is vastly different. Um, <laughs> so I, I was like, I, I like money. Uh, I have a little. I'd like some more. So I decided to stop doing comics for a time and um, go into the world of animation. But the thing that I have realized the most is that I like working for myself. <laughs> so I went back to comics, um, you know, cause I get to be my own boss and, and set my own hours. And, you know, there's a less editorial oversight when you're self publishing. I mean, it's more because it's all the time, <laughs> but I know the guy real well. So, I can talk them out of most things. So it's it's funny how you make self-publishing and all that stuff, because now you're one of the creators behind the Just uh, Comics group. It's funny how you make self-publishing sound like it's so easy because it's the furthest thing from it. Like, because you are, you, you're, you're the editor, you're the creator, you're the yeah. artist, you're the, you're the marketer, you are the, yeah. uh, you're your own sales arm. I mean, you're trying to figure out everything all on your own. Yeah, yeah, you know, well, you know, okay, so the leg up is from doing comics and and, uh, cartoons and producing stuff and seeing all the behind the scenes. I kind of got a, um, I don't want to say a a big schooling on it because that was never my direct job. Um, You know, my job, I always... One of the things that they said about me uh, at one of the jobs was, Sam, we really like you. I don't want to say where because I I don't want to uh, make any of the other people feel, I don't know, ashamed. No, not ashamed. But <laughs> they're like, you know, we really like you, Sam. You're willing to do things that the other guys won't. And um, man is my jo- No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, whether it was like editing a video or uh, doing – 
uh, what we call lip flap, um, which is syncing mouths to the, the soundtrack or the ADR track. Um, going through and doing things that they would find kind of boring. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm learning something else that, uh, you know, that I wanted to do when I was a kid. Because when I was a kid, there was only three things I really wanted to do. You want to know what they were? Yes. Sure. Okay, well, the first one was either do comics. Okay. Uh, the second one was to, to be like an animator, mostly at Disney, but really just an animator. And the third thing uh, was to be a Muppeteer. So <laughs> those were my three career choices where people were like, I want to be a, a space ranger cadet i don't know what they said probably astronaut but i like <laughs> no i think Ray. i remember specifically kids wanting to be space ranger cadets i don't know yes. because because i grew up in a very yes. simple time <laughs> yeah. i want to be a space ranger cadet daddy um well you can't son if that means garbage man um so like i uh you know i wanted to be those three things and i never really deviated from that. I, okay, so if you look back in time, if you look at, like, say, the 96 and 97 National Line Skate Series uh, or the X Games Experience Tour around mm -hmm. that time, mm -hmm. you might find videos or photos uh, of me uh, with rollerblades on. Really? I was much, I was much smaller then, uh, but I went all over the place and skated. Uh I preferred vert. Um, I wasn't very good at it. I was compared to some of these other guys. I mean, it was better than someone off the street, unless that person on the street was like Chris Edwards or Arlo Eisenberg or something like that. But you know, um, I was really big into to skating. You know, I grew up in Virginia Beach, so I was at Mount Trashmore a lot. Um, they did, now it's funny. I go back to Virginia Beach, and I'm like, oh look, there's skate parks everywhere. Yeah. We always had to. We always had to vandalize stuff with yeah. <laughs> wax and. <laughs> they like, get out of here! Get off the shopping center! You can't be here! And I'm like, you can't tell me that! I want to buy something. They're like, you can't bring your your uh, rollerblades in here! And I'm like, it says no shirt, no shoes, no service, and I, I gotta have some kind of footwear on. I was like, I roll better than I walk. So you were so in the '90s. You were some like rollerblading tough guy. He like, was Christian Slater in Gleaming the Cube. Yes, yes. yeah, like you were, you were some like double dragon style uh, rollerblade wearing ruffian. That is a comic in itself. That's, uh, well, I lost part of my leg, uh, not my whole leg, uh, a chunk of my shin out at the boardwalk, Ooh. like over by the, um, for any of the rollerbladers from the 90s that might be listening to Word Bros. Um, cause I'm sure there's a couple. Oh, we got, we're big um, in the rollerblading community. Yeah, I, I bet. So uh, yeah, we'll be talking about some ABEC threes. That's pretty good for a street. The sevens are great for downhill racing, but the, you, you don't want to do that because of all the grit you'll get it from the asphalt as you're skating around. So three's good. One's just, it's baby. That's noobs right out of the back. You'd never say noob in, in there unless it was an accident, but, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I lost a part of my shin. I was doing this grind, trying to impress some girls, and I slipped and uh, took a little chunk out of my shin. And uh, I did not know at the time that soaking your leg in uh, ocean water, if you have an open wound like that, is bad for you. <laughs> that there's all kinds of horrible things. I always heard that the ocean 
cleaned and filtered the world, not thinking that it's just <laughs> full of poop and pee and filth and animals. You know, I figured animals breathe it. It can't be too bad. So I took my leg and just kind of gave it a little thing. I don't know what kind of bacteria or something that got in there, but uh, it developed something called cellulitis that I've had for a long time. So now if I have any kind of like trauma on my leg, it flares up and it looks like, uh, I don't know, the old guy's leg at a Walmart. You know, the guy who's got his arm in that like cotton sling and you're like, wow, I have that guy. Why is he? Uh... No, it doesn't look that bad, but, but it does look terrible. <laughs> that that my my friends listen word bros is art see now th- again this also sounds like a comic like you're some <laughs> rollerblading toughie and who fell and then went into oh. the ocean and then you turned out to be like a uh, man something like that you had superpowers yeah, yeah. You're oh man- i can draw well you're yeah. man you're man, thing. You're man <laughs> big on rollerblades <laughs> Dude, it's so speaking of man thing when i was in college i uh, ordered a couple copies of like giant sized man thing like one two and three so i would my favorite thing to do is walk around the hall and go hey you want to see my giant sized man thing and just <laughs> whip it out and then put it back it was you are, it was so lowbrow it was fun though you are a walking 90s comic like, <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> well i was like i was way older than most of the kids that were going to i went to this fan of college of art and design yeah, I, I went there and and because uh, I, I had been told my whole life, hey, you need to go to school, you need to do this, and I found out uh, in there that there wasn't. It wasn't like I should have. <laughs> what you're saying? I didn't learn a lot. College isn't necessarily for everyone. No, not is it? <laughs> you know. I don't care what the commercials tell you. They're just trying to sell you a bill of goods. You know, because like in our industry, uh, it's all about show, don't tell. Uh, just like in skating. You can watch as many skate videos as you want. Back to roll. And you can read. That's right. You can pick up a copy of Thrasher, which isn't. So for rollerblading, it would be Daily Bread. You'd pick up a copy of the Daily Bread and... <laughs> You'd, you would read it. It's I had to break Thrasher because most people know Thrasher. I know kind. Thrasher. I know Thrasher. Yeah. Well, that's why I threw it out there. Um, and I'd pick up Thrasher because they had blueprints and schematics for ramps, and I would build ramps. You'd pick up Daily Bread, and you could read about all the different skate moves and stuff like that. But unless you actually apply that information, unless you actually practice, it's just trivial stuff. So – you go to school and you get a degree and they're like, hey, he's qualified to do or she's qualified because, you know, we're, we're living in the modern age and women are allowed to go to school too. Um, <laughs> but you, you would uh, – if, if you have the degree, it says that you can do it. But we're about show, don't tell in comics. Oh, you say this character's funny? Show me. You know, you don't say – this book's funny. You know, if I'm reading full moon Fredo and I hear that it's funny, but I don't see any funny stuff. If I don't see Fredo doing oh, so you, funny stuff, so you read it then <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but like, you know, if you don't see it, then I go, well, that's not, you know, it's like some guy that's like, yeah, my name's Mickey McCool. Okay. <laughs> Why are you cool? What's in my name? No, that does that does not make you cool. You know, <laughs> Action delineates characters. So, 
You know, it's the totality of the things that you do that make up who you are, regardless of what your intentions are or the things that you know, if you never apply. So, but yeah, so, so you did animation for a really long time and now you're back in the wide, wide world of comics with your Just Comics group, correct? That is correct. That is correct. We do comics and uh, we're doing it kind of in the hip hop method. That, those are Hoyt Silva's words coming out of your mouth. Those are Hoyt Silva's <laughs> words coming out of my mouth. You know, we we're putting stuff out there for free. You know, if you want to, if you want to read it, uh, I want to go to all the piracy sites and be like, here's high res versions of our stuff when it comes out. <laughs> I just want people to read it. That's why I'm making the comics. Yes. Uh, if people want to buy stuff, like maybe I'm making uh, just a few pairs of handmade Italian shoes that are like. Super exclusive. Just 10 pairs and going, here you go. You want the tanks? That's this year's shoe. I'm only selling 10 pairs. Then they can buy those. Now, they're not going to be – I'm not going to make all my money off of 10 pairs of shoes. It'd be too expensive. <laughs> but, you know, <clears throat> but I want a couple people to have some pairs of shoes that they're like, those are cool. What kind of kicks are those? <laughs> <laughs> Those are from Sam Ellis's comic book. I'm so confused. Andrew Kaiju. <laughs> now you're making shoes? Now you're a cobbler? What is happening? That's right. That's right. A little bit. I'm telling you, I wanna I wanna get into a lot of different stuff like shoemaking. Have you, I need to show you guys some of the shoe stuff. Have you seen the shoes? No, let's see the shoes. What? So we can tell everybody how dope the shoes are. No, right. no, no, no. Yeah, I don't want to put them on here yet. I'll I'll show you guys afterwards. I'll show you guys afterwards. Now you can leave this in, so they're like, "Oh, they were talking about shoes." So you're making yeah, man. what? You're making shoes? You didn't hear about this? No. Sam, Sam Ellis. Did we tell you? Did we tell you about the shoes? Cobbler, like that needs. That's to be right. So Hoyt knows some guys. Hoyt, Hoyt knows some guys in Italy that do handmade Italian leather shoes, and they're freaking awesome. They're like Ric Flair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right, man. High style and profiling. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Let me tell you, I'm a son of a gun. Sam, you are a bona fide crazy person tonight. I really appreciate it. I am. I am. That's my pleasure. <laughs> so you are, 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 wait, wait. Now, I've also heard that you own a donut shop too, right? I don't own a donut shop. Okay. I, I don't even have stock in one, but I do have a stock. I do have. Sam owns this donut shop. That's why he has all these magnificent donuts. Because okay, like, so I will sometimes bring a lot of tasty donuts to conventions, yeah. and I had done some art for someone. I don't want to name the shop. Okay, but I had done some art for them. They still owe me some money, but. I have like this, I can go whenever. It's like having a gold card somewhere. I can go over and be like, can I get 13 dozen of donuts? And they'll be like, yep, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know, fill it. 13 dozen, that's a lot of donuts. You guys just fill it and I'll kill it. You know, and uh, I'll go take them and drop them off places or, or um, take them to conventions and be like, hey, come by the table, have a donut. Yeah, that's, um, what, that's what she said to me, and I was like, I don't really eat donuts, but I'll bring one to Drew. And then I was like, somebody like came by, I was like, oh, you get that from Sam? And I was like, I did. <laughs> I did. 
How did you know? Because he owns a donut shop. I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> <just done. laughs> that's hilarious. Cobbler? <laughs> no, but I could eat some cobbler, man. That would be good. I don't mean a guy that makes shoes. Sam is uh, uh, a donut maker. <laughs> a yeah, no, I, I wish I could. A cartoon yeah. maker. A, sh- <laughs> a comic book maker. You are just, right. I mean, and, and you run a con too. That's right. I do run a convention. It's, yes. you know, it's a, it's a fun, Hey, are you coming, Kevin? Are you coming? Yes. yes. Okay, good. You should, you should, you're not that far away. Are you riding up with Drew or are you just, uh, just showing up? I am riding up with Drew. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah. So I, I started a show called FredCon, uh, last year. I was toying around with the idea a couple years ago and I, I'm not really doing it to make money. Uh, I know some of these shows, they make quite a bit of money and stuff, but I live in a little small area uh, just outside of Fredericksburg. Um, you know, Fredericksburg only has like 28,000 people in it. So, you know, where some areas like Virginia Beach or D.C. have, you know, over a million people uh, where you can like advertise and get a good crowd, you know, to make money. Uh, I, I put on a free show and, and try to bring out different guests and, and just try to promote and, and grow geeky culture. Um, like this year we're bringing out the Mach 5 from Speed Racer. And, this is amazing. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I'm happy it's coming out. Last year we brought out Toe Mater from uh, uh, the Pixar Cars thing. Nice. Um, yeah, it was fun. You know, kids got in, took their photo with it. It was fun. I like seeing kids have a fun time. You know, a lot of kids have fun times now uh, in front of the television with their Xbox controller, uh, game station, or whatever. Um, you know, and they sit there and they uh, play the, the video tubes. And, uh, you know. Tell us about this Xbox machine. Yeah, you know. Tell <laughs> me with this click again. Yeah, oh, what is that? Some, is that the Intellivision? I had the Intellivision. <laughs> I had the Speakervision. I had the He-Man's game. And it said, <laughs> which was, I had the power, by the power of Grayskull, I had the power. Oh, man, it was so amazing when it said that. <laughs> <laughs> So putting together the the convention, it's um, it's both fun and not fun at times because it's like it's a free show which I love doing, and I always I live in Virginia and Virginia has a stupid no mask law, and if you wear a mask in like a public place that doesn't have these like six criteria or seven criteria, um, where you're like allowed to like it's freezing and it's there for protection or you're working with um dangerous chemicals i imagine yeah dangerous chemicals uh fire type things like say you're uh, welding you know if you use an arc welder you're allowed to use a mask in fact they prefer you to wear a mask but if it's not halloween and you're on someone's property and you're wearing a mask it's a classics felony so yeah um, so I did not know about that at first. <laughs> um, and someone was like, what? So there was this, uh, you know, love him or hate him. This furry called me and was like, hey, what are you guys doing about the no mask law? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they were like, well, I want to come enjoy the show, but I can only do it when I have my head on. And I'm like, 
Well, yeah, I think everyone can only enjoy it when they have their head on. That's kind of life, isn't it? And he's like, no, no, see, I'm a furry. And I was like, oh, um, okay. Now, now, when he said he was a furry, what did you think instantly? Like, what was the first thought in your head? Oh, I thought it was one of those little toys that you're like, Furbies? No, I'm just okay. kidding. Okay. <laughs> no, I know what a furry is. So you, you didn't? Did you think weird sex things? That's instantly. <laughs> I think every time I. That's hear what them. Bobby always <laughs> thinks about furries. He's like, he's like, they like weird sex stuff. They like an That's what I thought it was. So, <laughs> so my dad is a psychiatrist. So like, huh. when anybody has like these. Things that they gravitate to, often I'll like instantly start analyzing them. Now, I'm not a psychiatrist. <laughs> I'm just the child of one. And I start judging everyone uh, unrighteously all the time. I'm just like, yep. Now, it doesn't mean that I treat them differently. But it's because I judge everyone. Um, everyone gets the fair Sam judgment, That's which cool. is unrighteous. But, you know, then I then I go on and go, well, we got to live in this same world, so let's get along. Um, otherwise, I'll be in an elevator with this crazy person, and who knows what will happen. They're like part wolf. Um, so, yeah, uh, so they, they got me asking. So the next thing you know, I have to come up with some rules for the cosplay for FredCon, and some of the rules are like uh, no weapons. Yes. And, I get hit by cosplayers all the time. They go, I can only enjoy this if I'm fully in character. And I go, okay, I understand that you uh, think you have to have a weapon. I don't want you getting tackled by a police officer. And, you're in a, and, and, and your show is in a mall in Spotsylvania, Virginia. So that also, yeah. kind of, you know. You yeah. Have, yeah, yeah. While, while people are shopping. Now, last year we had, you know, between four and 5,000 people for the show come out. And that was a, a lot of people, <laughs> you know, out of 28,000 people in an area, you know, what, what was it? 20% yeah. Uh, yeah. of the population that we got. So, you know, you've got people, and then there were people just in the mall that weren't there for FredCon. So they we're just happy to see the comic stuff. That's there. right. Yeah. So you've got four to 5,000 people there for the show and then people minding their own business. And then they see a Furby. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> As well they should, because that's where they sell them in the mall, Gun it. When is FredCon? July 15th. Saturday, July 15th. That's awesome. Just a few weeks. Yeah, two weeks away. Holy smokes. That's amazing. And then uh, and in the meantime, too, you'll be posting up your webcomic, Commander Kaiju, that you do every Wednesday yeah. on JustComics.com, correct? That's right. Correct. Which looks awesome, by the yes, way. Yes, Oh, does. thank you. You guys are too kind. You guys are too kind. Now, how long have you been updating this, uh, this webcomic? Um, when, when did you guys launch? So we talked about it in February. So I want to say March. Okay. When we started, or maybe it was in February. It was either February or March. I'd have to go back and look at all the dates. Um, but, you know, every Wednesday... Uh, the update is uh, the equivalent to what you might see in uh, what's the best way to describe it for me could be a page I mean you're gonna get multiple pages it's you know the I design things as pages for print so yeah so commander Kaiju is uh, updating every Wednesday this is something you every Wednesday 
This is something you do write and draw yourself, correct? Or didn't know you brought in a writer. So I brought in a writer to work with me. And hey, thanks, um, thanks for the phone call, Sam. I mean, you know. Yes. Yes. Well. You know. You see, I, I kept trying to get a bio for you from the for the page. It's pretty good. It says forthcoming. I mean, um, by the way, uh, Kevin, if you have any info and you want to be on there, let me know. Uh, I'd love sure, to I can come with a bio that says forthcoming. That's yes, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Uh, it's my it's my favorite. Uh, yes, it's like my favorite number is Threve. My favorite name is Germanifer. Um, what else is my favorite? My son, you want to hear a good joke my son told yeah. me today? Uh, what's, yes. What's tuba plus tuba? Tuba plus tuba. What's tuba what? plus tuba? Is it forba? Forba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His logic is sound. He thought that was amazing. Like he was saying, yes, that's good. Yeah. It's tuba plus tuba. <laughs> You know, he might just have a speech impediment. <laughs> I did. I used to go to language therapy when I was a kid. I couldn't say R. It was all Ara. Interesting. I don't know why. That's weird. I, yeah, hey, uh, like, I could say rain, but if I spelt rain, it was R-A-I-N. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, I was this kid from, like, Little Rascals. Ara. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with me. But I had speech therapy. That was fun. But it worked out well. You know, sometimes I would try to schedule it so I could skip chorus. Because, like, the lady that sang, she was in the opera, and we would sing stuff like the Banafana Fofana song. Mm -hmm. And it was always like, so let's sing uh, Kevin. So it'd be like, Kevin, Kevin, Bob, Evan, Banana, Vanna, Fofana, me, my mom, Evan, Kevin. And I was like, no, it's not that way. I've heard, I've heard the version on, I've got it on a tape. And the, and the last thing you want to be doing is singing with a speech impediment. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I'd be like, you know, it's like, I just don't want, I don't, I don't. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it seems that you've never recovered, obviously. Yeah, it gave me a, uh, what's what's the word? It gave me a... Um, complex. Yes, a complex. Thank you. I've seen yeah. that cartoon. <laughs> I, I pretend to be a writer during the day. Mild-mannered writer. <laughs> Mild-mannered mild -mannered writer. Oh, man. You know what's really funny? I've got to, I'm going to, I'm going to say this on a podcast. This is good. So my sister married uh my brother-in-law now at the time he wasn't but when okay. she said i do then he was my brother -in -law. okay so his name is willie now <laughs> willie had a question uh that my sister posited to him it was a pretty good question how would you describe this now my sister's a writer okay she said this is to willie she said how would you describe the smell of a black and mild Black and and he wrote he wrote this. He said, Black and mild to me smell like young teenage boys desperately trying to fellowship like adults, all the while tightly gripping onto the last year of their child. <laughs> wow. <that laughs> and my sister wrote, OMG, way deeper answer than I expected. Ha 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 ha. And he goes, Oh, that's what it reminded me of. So she put it on there, and then he wrote in the response. Baby, why are you putting my unthugged thoughts out there? You messing up my street image. <laughs> oh man, I love Willie. He's 
you know, I've got brothers that I love, but Willie's my favorite. I'm just putting that there. So that's awesome. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> now, um, all right. So then you also have uh, a Patreon account that you're running, correct? I do. Yeah, it's directly running with um, Commander Kaiju. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, if people want to contribute to it for one of the many other things that I'm working on, whether it's a puppet show on YouTube or uh, helping kids learn how to draw on a budget um, at Draw Dojo or, you know, uh, helping me put on a free comic convention in mm -hmm. uh, Middle Virginia, uh, then they're welcome to contribute too. In fact, I'm getting ready to switch my uh, Patreon model to just, uh, you get everything for a dollar, you know, um, you know, mailing stuff out and stuff like that. I, I just, I realized in doing it, if I didn't travel as much, um, and if I was focused on doing one thing, which I just can't do. I can tell. Um, <laughs> That's obvious. I, well, I feel like, well, you know, cobbling donut shops. I, uh, That's amazing, though. Yeah. I um, Get your shoes fixed and have some delicious donuts. Like, <laughs> people would say no. No one would. <laughs> Uh, that's amazing. So, Sam, you're doing all kinds of stuff. And are are you teaching, like, animation classes? Are you trying to so do that With uh, Draw Dojo, what I'm doing is um, I'm opening up my uh, my home studio to outside people. Oh, that's cool. And if they want to come in and learn how to do comics or animation or color theory or uh, snuff up on um, – snuff up? I don't know. If they want to <laughs> brush up, there you go, yeah, brush yeah. up their – uh, Illustrator or Photoshop or uh, InDesign or uh, Manga Studio skills, whatever they want to learn, I'm willing to teach. And, you know, there's a different rate for online. Then I'll be putting uh, videos on YouTube for free because I don't think that people should necessarily have to mortgage their lives to chase a dream when the biggest secret to doing art is kind of the biggest secret with, it, with doing anything. It's a dramatic pause. I know. <laughs> um, and that secret is uh, trademarked by Nike, and it's just to do it. Yeah. If you want to be an artist, make art. If you want to be a podcaster, do a podcast. There's nothing stopping you nowadays except for – okay, I don't want to say that because I'm a horrible person. Uh, <laughs> oftentimes, I'll bring in people's terrible misfortunes and then go – well, you know, unless you've had this tragic thing happen to you and then you're physically unable to do yes, it. I mean, I get what you're saying. If the, the, yeah. the kind of world we live in, the culture we live in, the, the media, like, it's not like the old days where if you wanted to be on radio, you had to go intern at a radio station, you had to do this. You can, yeah. you can essentially do a podcast and you have a world, you can tap into a worldwide audience. Yeah. You're saying. You know, and, and when people start off, you know, like the thing with Just Comics, it, uh, you know, I told Hoyt going into it when, when it was just me and him, I was like, look, we're going to be paving the way for everyone that comes after us. And it's going to be hard for us because we're not going to have the built-in audience. Yeah. I was like, you know, there's, we might have a built-in audience with the things that we do already, but if we're doing something off-brand, you know, if someone goes and buys cheddar cheese and it tastes like it has a different flavor in it, like a lot of onion. And people are going to go, what's wrong with that cheese? And they're going to put it away. Even if it's good, maybe onion cheese is good, man. Maybe. 
I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, you don't have to put a slice. Maybe you don't like the crunch. Maybe you just want the flavor. <laughs> but onion cheese could be the next big thing. You don't know it until you try it, and maybe even after acquire a taste for it. <laughs> and that's the thing, you know, it's like, wait, we're leaving – you know, people, are, when they see me, they're like, do Archer stuff, do Adventure Time stuff. And I'm like, I want to do big robots, big mustaches, big monsters. And they're like, big mustaches. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. Like, the other thing, <laughs> funny, this is also funny. Um, and they're like, I don't know, man. And I'm like, okay. So, you know, I do it because I have a story I want to tell. And sometimes you look at your analytics and you're like, oh, that's it, huh? Well, it'd be nice if some people would just click on the link. But, you know, you keep doing it and you build it. And, you know, like when people out there, the people that are listening that are deciding to start any kind of endeavor, you know, if they keep at it, eventually they'll master it, hopefully. Yeah. You know, that's right. what you strive for. What's the, what is it, 10,000 10, hours? 10,000 hours, Malcolm Gladwell no, talks about? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, like, you know, if they, they put in that time, that work, and it's not just doing it alone and no one's seeing it, but putting it out there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to stick. You know, it's like the guy that puts yogurt in a lake every day. It's like, <laughs> why are you doing that? And it's like, one day there's going to be enough yogurt in there that I'm going to have a lake of yogurt. <laughs> it's like, that's really weird. I don't know why that would be a thing, but okay. Um, you know, and, and uh, that's why I do what I do, lake of yogurt. Um, that's why everyone does. <laughs> Sam, we haven't spoken in like maybe a month, and I think you've gone insane. And I yeah, really, yeah. really enjoy it. Like it's very fun. <laughs> it's refreshing, actually. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like of yogurt. Uh, I was going to ask him about his process. I was going to be like, do you just normally do pen and paper, or do you normally do digital? Like, what, mm. what's so I do. It depends. So, like, Commander Kaiju, I'm doing uh, totally different than any of the other ways that I do a comic. Like, um, I'm drawing it in a different manner and, and mode. Uh, stylistically, it looks different, but that's partially result because I'm treating my process different. And, um, you know, I like to experiment a little bit without going too far off the deep end like i'm having a real blast taking the page and going how can i make the page work as individual panels coming in to tell a story also because um, like with a comic you know it's real funny i i think about uh, the scott mcleod books you know the understanding yeah. comic stuff and he goes the future of comics is scrolling and it's like how you know since today uh, 10 years ago was the day they launched the iPhone. Here we are doing this podcast. I'm holding an iPhone yep. and, um, you know, doing the video with you guys. That's why it keeps going around. Everyone's like, oh, stop. Um, <laughs> I'm dizzy. You know, they'd never anticipated the touchscreen. Swiping, man, swiping is an awesome way to read a comic. You yeah. know, it's uh, one of my favorite internet. I don't know. Would it be a meme? It's a video uh, that went viral. Um, on YouTube called Go Right, and they have a whole bunch of clips from different video games where the characters are running from the left to the right. And there's some really nice music that's played underneath it. And uh, metaphorically, you know, I'll watch that, and I'll show it to, to students when they have problems where they run into because I tell them, 
you know, it's basically uh, the idea of um, who, who's was it Emerson, Ralph Waldo Emerson? Yes. He said that the things that we persist in doing become easier, not that the nature of the thing itself is changed, but our power to do it's become increased. And I tell students and anyone that, that are engaging in trying to do something, uh, and, and Jake the dog said it more simply, you know, the first step of being good at something is sucking at something. But <laughs> I said, you know, the game is always the same. It's always Mario Kart or it's always Street Fighter, whatever game you're playing, the game doesn't change. But the more that you grind at it, the more that you play the game, the better you get it at manipulating the game to get it to do what you want. And when I watch that video of the video game characters running to the right, and then, you know, it shows a, a moment where, like, Samus gets hit or Mario gets hit and stuff, and they slow down. And in life, that happens. We hit these walls. And those walls are things for us to climb and to get over and to to grow and overcome. And the people that don't climb those walls, they're missing out. The walls keep the people that really don't want it from doing the really fun thing. The person that doesn't climb the wall, I don't know if they, if they deserve it less than the other person. But I'm going to say that they do because I, I'm going back to that action that delineates character. They need to at least try to climb the wall. And if they continually go right, you know, if they go towards that objective, you know, even if you never truly succeed, if you're in the, the pursuit, as long as you're doing something good and worthwhile and your life's pursuing that, to me, that's successful. You know, my, uh, I was talking to some friends and they were, they were talking about happiness and, and what makes someone happy. And they're like, you know, you seem pretty happy, Sam. And I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I occasionally uh, suffer from depression and stuff. I'm usually pretty optimistic. I've got a lot of hope, you know, in life. And um, I think people are generally good, uh, although they always seem to prove me wrong. No, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Happiness, I, I look at, like, the, the monks in Shaolin, and they've got nothing. Uh, I was talking to my wife. She had just, just recently, she had never read of mice and men. Huh. And oh, wow. we were talking about, we were talking about the disposability of humans and in of life. Boy, when she got to that ending, she did, she had no clue. I was like, yeah, it's going to be a hard ending for you. Short book, quick read. You're not going to like the ending. It was, <laughs> it was terrible. I was like, yeah, it was not good. Um, you know, he's going to kill. Uh, anyways. I don't want to spoil it for anyone else that hasn't read it. They should have been out forever. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I'm doing the sequel (laughs) of other mice and other men. And it's it's an in commander Kaiju. So it's like, it's going to be of mice and men 2099. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is Lenny Hedrum. No, I'm kidding. So, uh, so she was talking about, you know, the people, they just treated everyone like they were disposable. And I said, you know, it kind, they kind of were. Anytime there's people with greed that are trying to, they, they'll go ahead and go, oh, people aren't trading their life to do work. They're trading a unit of work. And I'm like, uh, you can't, people aren't just machines. People are living things and they're taking time. 
and time is on this finite line, and as they expel it, that's life. So, you know, you can argue however you want, but that's how humans work, linearly. Yes. Um, unless you're talking to Sam, and then you can't get him to tell a daggone straight thing. It's like taking a scenic route everywhere. I can edit. Um, yeah, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to make it so difficult. With the idea of, like, disposability of, of uh, life and stuff, I was like, you know, the monks there in Shaolin are super happy, and they don't have anything. But they have each other. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I'm not rich by any way, shape, or form, you know, monetarily speaking. But I have a family, and I love my family, you know, and I, uh, I try to live by the idea of no other success in life can compensate for failure within the walls of your own home. Because, you know, I derived my greatest... Uh, happiness and pleasure and stuff with my kids, you know, and, and my wife and like, that's, that to me is my number one thing. Everything else is just, you know, I go, eh, is doing comics that important? I mean, it's what I do and it, it's a means to an end. I feed my family and house them with it. So yeah, it's important, but you know, I always, I always try not to overlook the fuse with the few people within the walls of my home because um because I do a lot of crap and without them I couldn't get it done. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, I'm all over the place tonight. Sorry, it's all good. Well you can check more of Sam's stuff out. The Commander Kaiju stuff comes out every Wednesday on justcomics.com. That's there. You can check Sam out on Patreon. Uh he's always willing to kind of help. Uh, with projects, with ideas, with uh, uh, just 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 the process in general. Sam, you're one of the good guys, man. Sam's oh, all around great guy. Yeah. Are you she's calling me fat? You said I'm around. No, I'm no, I said all around great. Oh yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. I know. And if you're gonna be I'm, if you're gonna be anywhere in Northern Virginia on the what 15th of July, yep. head yep. on down to the what the Spotsylvania Mall. Yeah, Spotsylvania Mall, man. And you can check out Fred County, which is a very cool thing right. as well. Right off I-95, 50 miles south of D.C., 50 yeah. miles north of Richmond. That's right in the middle. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Well, Sam, it's great to have you on, man. We will talk sooner than later. Um, and, yeah, man, we really appreciate it. Hey, it was a pleasure, man. Anytime you guys want me on, just give me a holler. Now that I know how to get on. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, well, I'll tell you, technical difficulties on this end. Oh, it's okay, man. You it's all good. Figure it out. All right. That was Sam Ellis, everybody. Sam Ellis, uh, justcomics.com. He's on Patreon. He's all over the place, man. Sam's, uh, Sam is one of those dudes that he kind of knows how to do a lot of things. And surprisingly, he does them very well because a lot of times when guys can do lots of stuff, they kind of, it's a little dicey in some things. But Sam's a good dude. A Sam's good a Renaissance man, and you can find him on Twitter at Man of Missile if you want to follow Sam on Twitter and mm -hmm. keep up with what he's doing with Commander Kaiju, his Patreon account, and just comics. That's where you can find Sam. Yes. So it was amazing. Yep, that's what happens sometimes, man. <laughs>
That's what happens sometimes. Now, as I was telling you earlier, um, I want you to go to Rich's shop or any local comic shop or maybe to your local library and find Jason Aaron's, Aaron's Ghostwriter. Jason Aaron's Ghostwriter. I'm reading it on Marvel Digital. Um, Is it that good? Yes. All right, because I like Jason Aaron. So Yes. Jason it's, Aaron's one of my heroes. It's so. beastly, dude. Like it's, I want to say it starts with issue 20. It runs all the way to issue 35. And then after that, they do like a like a six issue mini called like uh, called Rain in Hell or something like that, or Rain in Heaven, or it's it's really good. It's so, so good that you just you just plowed through all the Marvel digital. Yeah, stuff. I read. I'm finishing the last issue now, and it's weird to me because this is the second time something like this has happened, where like um, I was reading the wrong comics at the time, like at the time I wasn't reading ghost rider because why would I read ghost rider? Like there's, it was during like secret invasion and all this stuff and dark rain. And this book has nothing to do with any of that. And it like flew under the radar. Yeah. It just flew under the radar. Like they're letting Jason Aaron do whatever he wants to. And it's really, really good. Like there's ghost writers from all over the world, all the different countries, all the different religions, all the different kind of, uh, belief sects have their own different um uh, a spirit of vengeance and and um they're trying to wage a war on on heaven and uh this this angel zekel uh kazekel is a kazekel yeah yeah kazekel is trying to gain all of the power of all the ghost riders from the world and unleash that on the holy city in heaven so he can finally like break through and do you know who his his i guess errand boy is to do all of this uh probably Dan catch danny yeah yeah it's really good it's so danny's going around and killing all of these other ghost riders and it's it's pretty enjoyable it's really well, good it's weird because 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 i like the dan catch ghost rider stuff yeah. And that's something that uh, like Drew and I talk about a lot was like the uh, that was the Ghost Rider back then, and I kind of fell into the book because of the Clone Saga with Spider Man. Like yeah, it started, and I was like, ah. and so I needed something else to read. So uh, my nephew at the time, which sounds weird if you, if, if you hear that, but it's technically what it is. My nephew at the time goes, um, Bill is his name, Billy. Uh, he's like, Billy. He's like, <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like, why don't you try reading Wolverine? I was like, nah, not for me. And so he's like, well, I mean, you need to read something more badass. Like you've been reading stuff like Spider-Man and you want. So I got Ghost Rider and he was like impressed. And then I also bought the Chuck Dixon Robin series. And he was like, oh, come on back to that willy nilly, like got to save people stuff. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of into that. So, but yeah. Um, it's really good. It, uh, Jason Aaron stuff is really good. I finished, like I said, I'm finishing the last arc of it now, the last like issue of it, and then I have to read like the six issue mini. But it's it's been really good, man. And I read that Jason Aaron is going to write Ghost Rider again, I guess, for the mm-hmm. for the Marvel Legacy stuff that's going to start happening or something like that because they're bringing back some titles or so. I guess Marvel's launching 52 new books soon, which is weird because they're doing 52 because that's always been DC's thing. And one of the books I think is Ghost Rider with Jason Aaron. And another one they're bringing back is the, is the old school Marvel two in one with the thing and somebody else. Oh, the thing. I'm going to get that. Cause yes. the, the Marvel two in one was the shit. That they... was my deal. That was one of my favorite books growing up. So yeah. it made me love the thing. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Now, in other comics news, I've, I've been reading a former Word Bros guest books. I've been reading Christopher Sabella's uh, Dead Letters. Oh, how's that? It's really good so far. It's um, cool. I didn't get through the entire trade because I was waiting to have my car worked on. So I got to like the third, what would be the third issue, the third part of the trade. And I got through that and I was like, this is really good. Like, um, when I say got through that, it sounds like it was tough to, it, it really wasn't. Like, once you figure out what's going on, by the end of the first issue, you kind of know what's going on. And then it goes more in depth from there. And the thing I really like about it is the way he writes the perspective from the main character. His name is Sam. And uh, the way he writes this character's perspective on everything that's going on. So it's pretty interesting. That's so, cool. Yeah, like I really like the concept. And I, like, I don't want to give it away, but basically um, this guy wakes up in the room, in a, in a hotel room with no memory. And he's, um, he starts running. Because he gets a phone call in the hotel room and it's like, you should run because these two people are coming to like get you. Um, and events transpire to where he finds out who these two people are and uh, where he is and what's going on. And he has to make choices. So it's really interesting. That's cool. It sounds interesting. It's very good. Well, good. That's good that you're supporting the uh, Word Bros alum, if you will. Uh, and speaking of the Word Bros alum, Rich Duick's Kickstarter still going on, so check that out. Get involved with that if you want to help out Rich. And uh, and that's that, man. And like I said, if we're on Twitter, at, it's word, word underscore bros. We're online, the Word Bros. Uh, if there's anything you think that we need, we should talk about on the show. If there's anything we're missing, if there's anything you're reading that you're digging, we're always looking to take um, – kind of suggestions and requests and things like that so sure. yeah we'd love to have the guests that, that you're reading books from on as long as they're willing to listen to us chatter at them yeah so, <laughs> so we really appreciate you guys listening thanks to sam ellis for coming on and uh that's the word bros man we'll talk to you guys next week all right have a good one you're listening to the word bros podcast the wordbros.com <laughs>